Good evening, everyone. It's Aaron Schlag on here tonight. Excited to jump on here with you guys for the monthly Gold Club Gold Club Q and A call. And um, as the host tonight, I will uh, be excited to take your questions, go over any deals you have got going on, anything really real estate related, honestly, um, or just anything you want to uh, chat about tonight on our call. Excited to do so. And for all of you guys to participate this evening, always remember, uh, the more you guys participate, uh, the more value everyone's going to get out of the call. So always welcome participation. have a few things I want to discuss with you guys, a few reminders, things that I often speak about for sure. I won't let you down there. <laughs> so excited to be here, excited to uh, chat with you all. So as you already know, I've got a few things to cover. Uh, this is the monthly Gold Club Q&A call, and uh, the purpose of the call is to go over your deals, answer your questions, discuss business and real estate as it is in the market today, as well as questions you have pressing right now, maybe about a specific deal or something you have going on in your business. So I'm excited to do that with you this evening. We hold the call on the second Monday of every month. Uh, the Gold Club members, they can submit the deals prior to the call, and I'll review them right here with you. If you're not a Gold Club member, you can listen, but you cannot participate. Uh, to get more information and sign up for the Gold Club, go to ronsgoldclub.com. That's www.ronsgoldclub.com. So don't forget to um, don't forget to dial star six to be entered into the queue, and to do that and and participate as much as you guys want to. So excited to do that. Before we jump in and start taking some of y'all's questions this evening, I want to uh, cover, I, I hope some of you were on, some of you that are a part of the Quick Start alumni, were on Ron's Dillathon that just uh, just wrapped up last week on Friday. Some amazing stuff happened in there, some students that got interviewed, so much value, all the way from Ron and his brilliance with deal structuring and uh, teaching overall, and um, Brian Hansen discussing AI and not only the future of AI, but what we're doing with it even right now in business and the power that uh, we can use in real estate with that and how to stay ahead of the market with not only what's coming, but what is being used right now by so many people that are taking advantage of that. There's so much value at uh, Ron's Dealathon that we did, uh, me and another mentor, Ann, Always had a blast. We always have a blast working and calling you guys as leads. We called a lot of leads. Some of them were really old leads. We ended up turning uh, turning some uh, some leads that were old into some prospects, converting some into um, into deals. And when I say deals, it's still up to you to get the contract. Um, the students that we worked with, they do have mentors, so they'll be getting followed through and helped through the process. So those of you that missed that, um, stay tuned. There's some more stuff coming up here. I know we have a uh, I know we have a virtual quick start coming up. I know that we have uh, we have another couple more events that will be on the Gold Club that will be posted there on how to join those virtually. So you guys are here, and I want to commend you for that. You're in the right space. You're in the right place. But staying plugged in, locked in, and learning is always key. And what else do we do besides staying plugged in, locked in, and learning? We have to execute. We have to take action. What are those action steps? I told you I wouldn't let you down tonight, guys. And so with that, I'm going to say and remind you of something I say often, which is you, it's still up to you to get those leads, 
source those leads. You can get some of them from the Gold Club. Uh, if you obviously are a Gold Club member here, most of you that have, that have joined this evening, um, you can get those sent directly to your inbox. Have your VA to call those. That's just the beginning, the tip of the iceberg, as I say. But make sure you're generating leads. Make sure you are picking up the phone and talking to sellers and saying the right things. Those scripts are right there at your fingertips. So make sure you're accessing those and taking action. So I want to remind you of that, as I always say on any of my calls that I'm honored to join you guys with. So once again, Aaron Schlag tonight hosting the monthly Gold Club Q&A. And uh, hit star six if you want to be entered into the queue. If you are a Gold Club member, hit star six and be entered into the queue. If you're not a Gold Club member, you're still able to listen, just not able to participate. And if you want to join Ron's Gold Club, as I would recommend anyone that's in real estate to do, go to www.ronsgoldclub.com to sign up or get more information about that. For what, the, for what you pay on that monthly, which is very minimal, you get so much value, not only videos, training, education, articles, also forms and agreements that are going to help you not have to recreate the wheel. I know some of us guys like to try to recreate the wheel. What I will say is from my experience, utilizing the forms and agreements on there has always helped me, not only saved me uh, cost with my attorneys, but it's also saved me a lot of time and given me direction on top of all the training that there's so much at your fingertips. Now, once again, hit star six to be entered into the queue. I'm going to jump in and take a few questions, and then I've got a few more things I want to add tonight before we, before we wrap up. Hello? Hello? Hello. How are Hi, you doing Aaron. this evening? Good. How are you? I am fantastic. Thanks for asking. Who am I chatting with this evening? Yeah, this is Mike, and I'm um, from New Jersey. And did you say Mike from New Jersey, my Aaron? friend. I'm glad you jumped in. What's going on, brother? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's Aaron, right? It is Aaron. A, a Ron. Some some call me A, a Ron. Some <laughs> call me Aaron. But you got it right. <laughs> okay, cool. Nice to meet you. Uh, so Aaron. Great to meet you, um, Mike. Uh, thank you. So. Um, I, so I'm starting to um, uh, I'm starting to get ready to put my first lease option house up for sale or rent to own. Congratulations! Like I have a yes. Thank you so much. Yeah, I, it, it's a it's a house. I I have a hard money loan on it, and I'm going to be refinancing shortly. And I I want to put it up as a rent to own. I had about three or four questions about it that I was hoping I could kind of bounce off you. Go ahead. The thing about this, yeah. Mike, is not only will I answer your questions, it's going to help everyone else that's on here. Even if they already know some of the answers, uh, we all need reminders. So it's a benefit for everyone, Mike. Sure. So go ahead and shoot. For sure. I appreciate that. So, um, Aaron, so, um, okay, I've, I, I've watched a lot. I've been on Ron's Quick Starts um, several times, and I was just, uh, you know, picking up some stuff that now I want to just get clarity on. So. Yes. When it comes to a rent-to-own, I've heard of the idea of putting it up on the MLS. Um, have you and, – and maybe offering a normal commission for a normal cash sale and maybe like a discounted commission or something to that effect if they do exercise the rent-to-own option. Are you familiar mm -hmm. with that? Uh, so I am I, – I am personally, just telling you my personal experience, Mike, I have never had a reason to list – my lease option properties on the MLS, I'm not saying it won't work. I believe there's a time and a place for most things. Um, my experience has been uh, I get the most out of my property as well as have the least hassle and 
don't have to pay commissions typically. Whenever I mm-hmm. post it up utilizing the correct USPs, mine are very simple, Mike. It's rent to own your own beautiful home, no bank qualifying needed, bad credit, okay. That's the USPs I use. That USP stands okay. for unique sales proposition. Uh-huh. Um, I do a few things. Let me, let me ask you this. I know, I know it's all relative uh, to location or area, but what is the price point of the home that you're selling, uh, Mike? Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm looking for 240000 Okay, so not not a you know I didn't know if we were looking at 150 or you know 750. So okay, so in the mid 200s. Um, so what I what I typically do in that price point, um, it sounds like you might be similar to where I'm at in Southern Indiana as far as prices right there in that area, perhaps. And so what works well for me is a few things. I use Facebook Marketplace. Um, mm-hmm. I personally do very few open houses. One of my uh, fe- fellow mentors and friends, Anne, she loves open houses and she's very successful with them. I just not had a need for them personally. They can be very successful. So we got a couple things here. I'll tell you what I do and then I'll give you some other recommendations that others that are successful do. And so I always post on Facebook Marketplace in my local uh, buy-sell groups and real estate groups, the ones I'm members of. I like to have the ones that have those anywhere from 3,000 up to 20,000 members. I don't, know, you know, I don't know the size of your area, but I like to have the, you know, the larger groups, the better, that will, that will approve my posts. That I've, got a, right. that I've got a house for sale and uh, that, I will, uh, you know, that I'm, I'm doing a rent-to-own or a lease option. You can utilize different language. I usually use uh, rent-to-own. And then I will usually have them. My call to action is usually for them to DM me, and then I either have one of my VAs monitoring that or I will collect their information um, and have one of my people to call them. Now, you can put your number in there to call them as well. There's nothing wrong with that. I like to be able to get their contact info so I can reach out to them, though. And right. so that's my, my typical approach. So I, you, what happens is you'll get a lot of volume there. You'll get a lot of interest. You'll get a lot of, uh, you'll get a lot of uh, window shoppers, a lot of, you know, just a lot of tire kickers, as we say out in the Midwest. And so sure. you will get a lot of that. So there's a screening process to go through there. The other place I will do it is I will post it on Zillow, and I'll typically have higher quality but less volume. And where I get a combination of more volume, not as much as Facebook, but more volume that's still higher quality is my bandit signs. Just like I do, you'll hear me preaching bandit signs, same as Ron. I do, you know, I, I do, I buy houses cash bandit signs in areas that I can, you know, that it's not going, that it's not going to create a challenge for me with fines, et cetera. I also, um, I will put out the same type of sign, except it says rent to own your own beautiful home, uh, no bank qualifying needed, bad credit okay. And it has a phone number on there. It goes to my Pat Live. And then I will have some pointer signs that come from the main roads into that. Mm-hmm. And that's where, I'm mm-hmm. gonna get, that's where I'm gonna get a little more volume, but also higher quality than Facebook. And so those are, those are my strategies personally, and I don't have a challenge filling homes with that. Now I'm, I'm still picky, so sometimes I'll have one filled before I get it ready. Sometimes it'll take me a week or two. I've had two months. I've had up to two months before I've got one filled just because I was picky with who I wanted to put in there and who gotcha. I wanted to get approved. So right. that's been my experience. Now, another, like I said, another mentor, a good friend of mine, Ann, she does open houses. She loves them, and she's very good with them. She gets a lot of turnout. And so what I would tell you is just, you know, if you are going to do an open house, make sure you advertise it, Facebook, especially the Facebook groups. That's where you're going to get the most traction typically. And mm-hmm. then put mm-hmm. out your signs either the morning of or the night before, whatever you can get away with in your city. And it says open house Saturday, 
you know, 10 a.m. To, to 12 noon or whatever. And then what I will do is I not only put one in my yard and I put some signs from the main road that says that on a couple other areas right outside of that area, I will put open house, date and time, and the address. That way somebody that's driving on main roads can say, oh, shoot, Mike's got an open house over there. Well, they won't know your name. Mm-hmm. But, oh, there's an open house. They can type it in and go. And so, and then, of course, I like to advertise it, uh, you know, five to ten days prior. And so that's what I would recommend you, you, you do some of those strategies before you would look at listing it. Uh, now, if an agent brings a buyer, you know, you definitely got the right mindset for structuring that. Uh, if, you know, if, if an, a, a, a realtor brings a buyer, but I wouldn't necessarily immediately put it on the MLS. That's just my personal gotcha. opinion. Okay. Yeah. A few, a few follow-up questions, Aaron. So of course. when you put it on, Facebook Marketplace, like I've rented my units on Facebook Marketplace yeah. as re- as rentals, right? Is yes. that what you are putting them up as, as rentals? So I will typically get it on there approved as a rent-to-own. And okay. if you do, oh, you know, if you do option. need to put it, that should be an option. If that's not an option on your pages, then do it as a rental and then put the, the USP in the body. And if you, you know, uh-huh. if you have to put a number, put zero because obviously everyone knows it's not zero and I do not like to name a number just like Ron teaches us. Mm. You don't know what you're going to get until you talk to the, to, to the prospective buyer, tenant buyer. And so I don't like to name a number. So if I have to put a number, I put zero. Okay. But I, I thought Ron puts a purchase price and nothing else. Is that? So correct? yes, correct. Yes. The purchase price. I'm talking about if you have to do it as a rental though, with a monthly, I gotcha, put zero. Gotcha. Okay. But you Sorry, I shouldn't specify that Mike. Or an, or, Absolutely. Or an price? I do. Okay. I do. Gotcha. Absolutely. And, and yes, okay. thank you for then, clarifying that, Mike. Oh, no worries. Um, so uh, I guess same question for Zillow. You're posting that as a rental? So I post it. I usually will post for sell, and then, I, you know, and then I, you know, I've got a price, and then I will put, uh, I will put the, uh, the USP in the body. Gotcha. Okay, and what were those USPs again? Because I really like them. Rent to own your own. Yeah, so a rent to own. No bank. Rent to own your own beautiful home. Uh, no bank. Uh, no bank qualifying or no banks necessary. And then you can uh-huh. do either one of those or no bank qualifying necessary. You can do a you know uh-huh. a variation of that. Bad Combo. credit. Uh-huh. Okay. Yep. Yeah, credit. Bad okay. credit. Okay. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Thank you. Um, of course. Mike. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. And then exciting um, stuff. So, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to piece everything together. Um, so, and then I've also heard of talking to, like, do you have a mortgage lender lined up for people that, A, you say, hey, if you've, if, have you had anyone that, that hasn't qualified, like, send them my way? Like, do you do any yeah. of that? Absolutely. So I, I do not necessarily tell them you need to go with this mortgage lender. However, I do know um, I do know mortgage lenders that I have relationships with, and I will when they ask me, I will point them in that direction and say, hey, I've got a, you know I've got some people that uh, that, that are great in this industry, and you're welcome to connect yeah. with them. And um, mm-hmm. and so the, in short, yes, I do have relationship lenders that work with people that are not qualified just yet and helps them through the finish line. Gotcha. Uh, but um, my other question about lenders is, like, will you ever say to your lender, like, hey, all those people that didn't qualify for a loan, like, 
put me in touch with them because I have another option. Yes. Like, so I, I personally that. have not done that for a while. I've, I just, my marketing machine does what it does. In the past, when, right. especially when I first started out, Mike, yes, I did build relationships. I've always built relationships with lenders, A. And B, in the beginning, I did, I did have them to refer me to people that weren't qualifiable. What I did find out for me personally, this is a personal experience, so take it with a grain of salt, Mike. A lot of sure. them were like, you know, 3.5% down kind of people, which is fine. They just weren't my, they weren't what I was looking for. They, you know, they barely right. had enough for a down payment, and their credit sucked. And, and that's unfortunate, and there's a place oh, yeah. for them. They, they should be a renter until they get their, until they get a down payment right. saved up. Uh, and they right. weren't my client base. Gotcha. Makes sense. So it's worth a conversation, though. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I do know a few mortgage people, so I, I'm going to reach out to them. Excellent. And so for your tenant buyers, um, what are the typical reasons they don't qualify, and how do you – how do they get to a point where they qualify? Is it just bad credit, or is it yeah, anything so else? The, it's a combination, divorce, bankruptcy, job loss, mm. unfortunate circumstances that were out of their control, or I have some that have just been irresponsible and they're ready to get their life on track. So it's a combination. Mm. Gotcha. And the avatar that I'm looking for is someone that has a job now and has a down payment. Mm. Right. Okay. And doesn't have an in, and, and also doesn't have an insane uh, eviction rate or something crazy like that on their record, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah. and so um, and then when you work with your lender, does their down payment get applied to their purchase price when they 100%. finally do? Okay. Hundred percent. So always you need to make sure that your your lender like allows that, right? Yes. So what you will do, uh, you will want to make sure and just talk to them. If you know, if you're going through, if you're going through a relationship lender, I will show them my documents and say, here's what I do. I help people get on the path to home ownership. Um, how do I need? How do I need to collect their down payment to make it apply? For me personally, I've worked with many lenders. I've never had a challenge with it, and I've just always made sure that two things. This is just my experience once again. It has been that they always – it comes out of one of their bank accounts that can show where it came from, A. And B, uh, if they're doing anything with a down payment assistance program, it's written out separate from their rent uh, just so it's easier to track in my records and, and the lender seem, the underwriter seem to like that better for some reason. So that's been my personal experience. Gotcha. So it's just good rec- record keeping for that program, basically. That's been my experience, yes. Okay. And that's that's where they'll get credit for some of the for a, a portion of the rent that they pay every month goes towards. The I, I don't I don't do that. I mean, you can utilize the down payment assistance program where you can match it or where you can apply some. That's your that's your, you know it's your business to run, Mike. At the end of the day, um, and and their monthly payment that is the rent. I don't apply. I see. I see. So then the down payment assistance comes from where? The down payment assistance program allows them to pay additional above their rent that I goes toward the purchase price. I see. Gotcha. Okay. Over and above the rent. Correct. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Um, all right, Aaron. And then just real quick, the last one. So if a lender does send you someone that didn't qualify for a conventional loan, do you incentivize them at all or that is it, is it just – you know, you have a relationship um, with that. You know what? I, I have, uh, so I, I've never got into the weeds with that because that can get tricky. I don't know the laws of that. 
um, you know, right. it's just been a symbiotic sure. relationship because so I, right. I can't answer that from a legal perspective, to be honest with you, Mike, that'd be a conversation no you'd have to have with your attorney or them. Gotcha. Okay. Um, well, thank you so much, my friend. Uh, that, that answers all my questions. Mike, it's been a pleasure. I'm glad you jumped on. And I'm sure this has been a benefit, benefit to many people besides just you and I. <laughs> well, I hope so. Thank you so much. Awesome, brother. Bye-bye for now. All right. Have a good night. Bye-bye. You too. Awesome stuff, guys. Uh, always fun talking about uh, buyers and sellers. We talk a lot about sellers because that's, the, that's usually the, that it's always the key and is tip, and is always a, always a starting point to um, the beginning of your real estate business is working with sellers, creating win-wins for sellers. So it always excites me when someone has questions with buyers because that means they've made it through the first step and they're on to the next step, which is getting the freaking money <laughs> and collecting the money and getting stuff uh, moved forward in their business and, uh, you, know, seeing, you know, seeing the next steps being put in place. So always fun to talk about it all, but that's always exciting to me. Let's go ahead and jump on to the next question. Hello? Hello, can you hear me? I can hear you. How are you doing this hey, evening? Great. And you, this is Derek from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Derek. I got a comment. I enjoyed all that good stuff coming from Mike, and I just wanted to yes. add to that. I'm, I'm quoting Ron when I add to that, that when you take an application from your buyer, you're going to send that to screenthetenant.com. That is besides, a very good point. Besides screening him, they're going to also help with their credit repair. And at Correct. that point, I don't know whether they refer to a lender, but they definitely will help with the help the tenant to uh, repair their credit. And so I that, just Jay. had two. Yeah, I had two easy questions. And with these questions, they're going to tell on me because you're going to know how much of a newbie I am. So That's the okay. first question is, when I um, when I get ready to send my buyer to the house and I've told him a price and I've told him that he's going to be able to qualify regardless of his credit, he doesn't have to worry about getting a mortgage approved, if he looks up that house address, he's going to see where I recently got it at a way lower price, not a little bit lower, a way lower sure. price. So I don't have any conversation. I didn't find any scripts that talk about that. So yeah. and that's get that's and that's getting ready to happen within a couple of days. So I wanted to get some input about that. That's an exciting question, and and I love the I love these type of questions because we've all dealt with it, Derek. And it's something that when you first start out, you're like, oh shoot, what am I going to say? And, right. and then once you've done it, you've done it, and it's and it's like you know it's like putting your pants on in the morning. And so what I will say is it's a very valid question, a and mm -hmm. and the, until it's not until you've done it, and then you're like, oh yeah, okay. So what right. I would say is this: if that even comes up, and I would say, well, uh, I've got a couple things. I, I don't know. Have you done any? First off, let me ask you this: Have you done any work to the house at all? I plan on not doing any work. I'm going to do it as a, uh, what would you call it, a sweat equity deal? Well, a sweat you equity? Can do the work. Excellent. <laughs> and so yeah, that means you no doubt do you're still selling it. Yeah, so you're selling it below value still. Is that correct? It, well, below the R's, below the yeah, after yeah, repair exactly. value. 
Okay. But it's going gonna, it's gonna, so, to sh- be way more than what I got it for. <laughs> good. Okay. That, and congratulations to you. You deserve that. So what I do, and I've had the same thing proposed to me. I've had them say, well, Aaron, I noticed you paid 100000 You're asking 150 Don't look like you've done anything. Right. You are correct. You are correct, Mr. Seller or Mr. Buyer. I, I did pay much less than what I'm asking for it. Um, uh, and let me ask you this. Are you, are you wanting to make me an offer? Well, yeah, I want to make you an offer. Let's say, okay. So I would, I'd be open to an offer. Will you be, uh, will you be buying it with cash or are you going to bank to get financing or are you needing me to finance it? Uh, I need you to finance it. Okay. No okay. worries. Well, if you're going to get, if you're going to pay, pay cash or, you know, okay. pay for it elsewhere, I'd be open to an offer. However, I'm selling it for 150. I'm just making up numbers here with some of my scenarios. Okay. I'm selling it for 150. Right. The house will easily appraise for 200 whenever you get done with the work on it. So I'm allowing okay. you a chance, or I'm giving you, I'm offering you a chance to work some sweat equity because you don't have mm-hmm. credit right now. Is that what you're telling me? Yes, you don't have credit. Okay, perfect. And so I'm going to offer that to you. So the price is really not negotiable, Mr. Buyer, because I'm offering mm-hmm. you, I'm offering you not only to finance it for you. At the price that I'm asking of 150, but I'm also offering mm-hmm. you future equity for when you go to the bank and get cashed out. Does that make sense? And if they have a that problem with that, I say, well, yeah, exactly, right? And so I've never had somebody walk away after I've explained that, unless okay. they didn't have the money, unless they really didn't have the money. Now, if they don't have the money, they'll storm off and they'll tell you you're just taking advantage of them and the whole nine yards because they're mad because they don't have money or you know they hate their life for well, some reason if, besides you. Well, Again, to quote Ron, if they didn't have a huge down payment, we wouldn't even be at that point in the conversation. Good. You're doing it right then. That's awesome. You're listening and learning well. And so if they have a challenge with that, then I explain to them, look, I would, uh, I'd be more than happy to negotiate price a little bit if you're willing to pay all cash uh, mm-hmm. or you're wanting to go to the bank. If you're wanting me to finance, that's the price. That's how I do it. Mm-hmm. That is a great answer. It, it sounds like exactly what Ron would have said. That's very good. I, and I do it with a smile on my face, and I'm kind, but I just tell him, you know, kindly, this is it, or you can leave. I don't say that, but that's how, that's my attitude. And whenever right, I do it, like, comes, I don't care. It's the energy. Right, that, it's the energy, and, right. and it, changes their, it changes their positioning really quickly. Right, and that comes across. And you know what I'm finding? from studying the scripts and then from really getting busy calling these people, these scripts are just dynamite. People are very responsive. (laughs) It it makes a great conversation without being overly talkative. And you just quote them those scripts, but you got to say it like a conversation, not like you're reading. So the scripts are just really yes. great. But anyhow, one more question that I that of course. um that I didn't find in the script. If I am uh if let's say that I had private lenders set up and they rolled over their retirement fund into Quest, so it's available yes. I could use it, you know, as a down payment or to make closing costs or so on. Can I also use that money to originate a hard money loan to a rehabber? So that would be a question that would be, I'm just being totally transparent. I have not done that. I've got friends that are hard money lenders that mm-hmm. gets into an, uh, that gets into a realm that is gray to me. And it's not that it's gray as in wrong or right. It's in my lack of expertise. I, I've mm-hmm. done millions in private money. 
and I've used hard mm-hmm. money, but I've never done any hard money lending with someone else's money. That's something I would want right. to check with my attorney on. I wouldn't want to cross any, okay. I wouldn't want to violate any SEC rules or regulations. That's not somebody you want to mess with. And so I just want to make sure okay. I'm doing it right. Ron, might, Ron would probably know the answer to that. Being transparent, I do not have an answer that I would feel comfortable giving you right now. Okay, I'm going to definitely re-ask that question because if I'm, if I'm promising do. a private lender, if I'm going to promise him 7 or 8%, a rehabber already knows that he wants to pay at least 12% or more. Plus a few you know, points. 12 to 15. Plus a few points, for sure. Yeah, right. So that looks like it's enough room for me to slide in there. I don't know. But, uh, well, I'm the numbers make sense. You, you should raise the question because, A, the numbers make sense. B, mm-hmm. I don't know the answer on how to structure it to make sure that everything is done accurately and everyone's protected and that, you know, all, you know, all the rules are, are abided by. Well, well, one thing is for certain, if you, if you have deals that you want to – wholesale to rehabbers, the whole conversation about the interest rate is going to definitely come out of their mouth. They're going to be the ones to bring that up. And if you have an answer, the same as the script that we use for attracting private fund lenders, that same script seems like it's going to apply because you're going to say, hey, do you know anybody that wants to do a rehab project, but they're holding back because of the price of money? The interest rates are up. Yeah. Well, I know a place where you get hard money loans at a, a better rate. So I don't know. It sort of sounds like so. You should submit that. You should submit that for sure on an Ask Ron, because I would, okay. frankly, I would, I would love to hear his take on it as well. And uh, okay. and that's a great question. You know what? I bet you he's doing it. I, I haven't you know heard what? If, he's doing it. If it's, uh, if it's something that's easily done, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. All right. Well, that's awesome all I stuff. got for you for now. My friend, I'm glad you jumped in. It was good to chat. Well, I'm going to have some more for you next time because uh, I don't all right. have all the answers, but I got plenty of questions. I love it. I love it. And I've got, I've got most of the answers that if it's real estate related and if it don't, I probably know someone that does. So that's okay. a win-win for me. And we are doing the uh, – I don't think I'm technically supposed to announce this, but we are doing the, the Gold Club. Uh, we will be doing the, uh, the Quick Start Alumni uh, Q and, or, or Q&A or monthly call. I think we're doing that a, month, a, a week early. So if you jump on there, I'm, I'll well, be hosting that as well. So if you, <laughs> if you hear anything about that hard money question, uh, I don't know if you already have my phone number and email. I do. But I already feel free, feel free to get back to me on that because uh, the more I ask about it, the more I – not that I even have time to do it. I mean, as it is now, <clears throat> I got a stack of uh, PI sheets to call back, so that's going to take up some of my time. But this has been like a nagging question for the last few days, so I'm going to be wanting well, understand. to I'm into it. And, it, and it's Char- Charlie, right? Derek, Derek, D-E-R-E-K. Derek, I am so sorry. I'm looking at another Derek. call. Uh, hang on. I'm so sorry. I'm looking at another one in the queue, and I've seen their name on the number. It's Derek. You're, a, Derek. you're ahead of your time is what it is. Hey. And, and, uh, and the, the last four of your numbers, 4560, correct? Yes. 
Perfect. I got you. Yes. I got you. All right. I will. Uh, right. If I if I hear something, I will let you know, my friend. And meanwhile, don't let me get started talking. I'll take up your whole night. <laughs> Great stuff, brother. Great stuff. Well, you have a blessed uh, evening, and thanks for jumping in. Uh, yeah, thanks for your input. Uh-huh. Mm, bye-bye. All right, now, how do, how do I click off yeah. without hanging up? So I will just, I will, um, I, whenever I hit next question, it should, it should keep you on. It should not boot you off. Okay, I'm going to try to not hang up. Okay, I'm going to hit next question. I, I don't think I'll boot you off that way. Okay, see you next time. All right, all right. Great stuff, guys. I love, I love questions. I love ones that challenge me. And just like Derek, he, he threw a question at me that it's one of those that it's, it's uh, not in my wheelhouse of expertise when it comes to transitioning and that type of thing. So we will get an answer on that. But, uh, guys, I love, I love the questions. I, I love talking about the deals and the scripts and what to say and what not to say. That's a, that's a brilliant one, Derek, that he asked about uh, people seeing how much you paid for it. It's really not relevant, yet some, some sellers and some buyers think it's super relevant. And so you have to know how to navigate through that process and help them come to, come to the correct understanding. And uh, either they're going to be a fit for you once they understand that, or they're going to throw a fit and move on. And that is what it is. If you guys have any questions tonight, hit star six to jump into the queue. And I'll be happy to answer those questions. Or if you have any deals that you need to cover, I know we had some lead sheets. So if uh, you guys jump in the queue, let me know, and we can cover those. But, guys, it is so important to utilize the scripts. That's something I wanted to remind you guys about. And you will hear me. And if you, if you listen to these often when I'm on, you'll hear me talking about things that students I'm working with are being challenged with or going through right now. And one of them was we were talking about deals, leads, deal flow today. And I had a couple students that were having some challenges with how um, sellers were responding. And when we dug into their challenges, they weren't going by the script. Guys, I can't stress the importance enough of working off of the scripts, asking the right questions. You heard Derek a minute ago talking about how sound or how brilliant they were, I believe is the word. And guys, it makes so big a difference when you follow that. I was uh, talking to one of my students, and I feel like this is relevant. I feel like this is relevant because we have people that just jump in, take action and they figure out the rest later. And then you got guys like me and, and others that I've mentored that process the whole thing or analyze 50 deal sheets, call 50 leads, and they end up only talking to, you know, 10 or 15 and, and maybe one or two is going to be a deal. And I said, look, you, you're, wasting, you're wasting time analyzing 50 lead sheets before you call them. Pick up the phone and call them. Analyze the ones that you talk to that may be deals. So what I'm saying in that example is um, the, the process of overthinking things. Guys, it's important. Overthinking is not a curse. Uh, Ron may disagree with me, and if he is, he'll set me straight <laughs> on that as soon as we see each other. Um, uh, overthinking things can, can sometimes be a superpower at the right time, but you've got to know when to shut that off and just get the freaking thing done, right? Whether it's picking up the phone, making the call, whether it is not analyzing the deal till you talk to the seller and see what their needs are. That's something that I remember doing. Whenever I first started, I would analyze the deal based on what I knew, but I hadn't talked to the seller. I didn't always know why they were selling. They hadn't always shared that with the VA, or I didn't know what their lowest number was. So I would analyze the deal, and I would be like, oh, this deal is no good. Well, when I talked to the seller, I would find out they needed to move yesterday. I would find out they were open to taking nothing down once I read the script and used it properly. 
I would find out that um, the numbers would make sense because the monthly payment was going to be lower than what they initially said that they would take. And so never assume, guys. Ask the questions properly in the right order, utilizing the script, and then let's come to a conclusion. Then let's, then let's analyze the deal after we do that. So don't overthink. Get started now. We're in between Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year, all coming up right here. Some exciting stuff happening in my businesses during this time. Real estate's still flowing. Things are still being done. But guess what, guys? I'm talking to sellers. I'm talking to prospects. I'm moving and shaking, and I'm not just sitting back. And you guys have taken action to dial in here tonight and stay plugged in, communicating, listening, learning, taking notes, no doubt. And so I would highly encourage you, I would challenge you to take action, execute now. Don't wait until 2024. Start executing now, whether that's picking up the phone yourself, whether that is reactivating or re-upping your VA hours and having them to call leads and getting them. And something else I, I encountered recently, one of my students, they had several leads they had not touched and they were months old. And I can't stress this enough. It's easy to sometimes to take the action, pay the money for the VA hours, and then let those leads set and go dormant in your dreams in your in your dream system or just in your email if you don't have them on your dream system and not take the action to call those guys don't let those step when they come into your inbox make sure your VA is calling them or you're calling them when they when the lead sheets come in make sure you're picking up the phone and calling them as soon as you can you can't you can't get a deal that you don't pick up the phone and talk to and you're going to miss opportunity and so that's a little passionate to me this week if you can probably tell because I, I was helping with a deal that uh, came across that a student had left set dormant. We've ended up doing the deal. Sure, there could be an argument that maybe time and circumstances change this guy, and that's why we got the deal, but you can't let deals set because guess what? Somebody else will get them. If they're a good deal, someone else will find them. So make sure you are taking immediate action on those things. I want to stress that to you tonight. With that being said, guys, uh, I know this is our last, this is going to be our last um, Gold Club Q&A of the year. Make sure you are planning. I'm spending uh, about seven hours tomorrow planning out my 2024. I'm not one of those people that think that end of the year and New Year resolutions are a big thing. However, with my business companies and team, it's always good to set new layout, new plans so we can hit projections starting beginning of the fiscal year into the end of the first quarter. So I'm already laying those plans out. I have been for almost a month now. I'm spending about seven hours with the team tomorrow mapping out those things. Guys, take it serious. This is December. There's still a lot of money to be made, a lot of people to help before the end of the year, and make sure that you are positioning yourself to have a strong 2024. There's no better way to do it than to surround yourself by other winners, other like-minded people. Stay plugged into like the Gold Club Q&A, the Quick Start alumni calls. Come, coming to the Quick Start virtually, make sure you attend that. There's a, there's a summit coming up here really soon. I believe it's going to be this week. Make sure you're dialed in for that. Make sure you are staying plugged in and staying committed to your goals, to your dreams, to what you want to do to make that difference in your life, guys. So I want to encourage you guys and leave you with that as the last Gold Club Q&A of the year. Make sure you are finishing this year off strong and setting yourself up in a position to fulfill your plans for 2024. With that being said, guys, I'm going to jump off of here and let you guys get back to what you all are doing this evening. I hope you all are staying blessed, and I look forward to talking to you all very soon.